Welcome to the Beck and Siri Show. And here at Team Series Tri Club, it's not just about swim, bike, run. It's about who you become. On our show, we don't just talk to you about swimming, cycling, and running. We talk about mindset. We talk about fearless authenticity and being your very best self. Hi, that came here from Team Sirius. This week on the live chat, we've got Coach Mary Carmen Farias, MC. She's going to talk us through training at different intensities, what those intensities are, and when you should be using them. So I hope you enjoy that. And don't forget, if you want to join these chats live, you can join the Tri Club at TeamSiriusTriClub.com. Hello, um, Coach Mary Carmen here. I hope everyone is having an amazing Monday that actually feels like a Sunday. Uh, this was quite an amazing week. I'm going to share some of the details with you guys. And again, as always, I'm just going to get started because you guys can always uh, watch this later. So if you guys are uh, hopping on the call or on the chat, just feel free to ask any questions. I know I posted um, the event a little bit late, so I did not see any questions. But if you are looking at me live, feel free to post a question. Um, or if you're watching it later, also feel free to post a question and then I can come back and always answer that for you. So the first thing I want to say is that I hope that everyone is having an amazing start of, the, of your week. I hope you guys are all focused and excited. Uh, to just make it the best week ever um, and just start that uh, the week with this mindset of knowing that it will be great and that uh, you might not be able to control everything that happens around but you're able to control your attitude so that's what I want to start with um, so that each one of you that is watching this video um, can have a better week because it's all about what you focus on and I can assure you that uh, when we begin the week with a great mindset everything turns out to be better so now uh, one of the things that I also want to do I've been uh, looking at all of the people that are joining and I just want to say that we are so happy to uh, have all of you being part of the team um, we are so excited to learn from you to uh, teach you a lot of the stuff that we do um, and you know just get to know you a little better hey Gabby how are you and I have some of the names right here. So let's see. Welcome to Robert, Diane, uh, Tanya, Marshall, Christine, Katie, and Jorge. If I am missing anyone, I apologize, but know that we love having you here and being part of our family. And actually, I'm uh, so happy that Gabby's here uh, because I wanted to say that we had such an amazing uh, day yesterday. We were able to train uh, with another one of my athletes, uh, Berta, that came visit from uh, Mexico City, and that was absolutely amazing. Um, you know, it's just great, and it really helps me, you know, to get to know different people, get to teach some of the things that, you know, for some of us that have been doing this for a longer period of time just seem normal. And that's actually what I want to talk about today. Some of the things that I learned and some of the things that, um, you know, some of you guys that are new to the team, like these things might be new to us um, or to some of them, but for us, we've been doing this for a long time. So, um, and what I want to talk about that I've actually seen this question quite a bit and that I know a lot of people struggle with it is learning to train at different intensities. 
Now, um, a lot of the times, if you have been in another team, like you either use like heart rates or power meters or, you know, it's always so focused on time. So whenever people start training with our team, you guys will notice that we don't use a lot of that stuff. So when you're reading the training, you're going to see a lot of the words like fast, easy, all out, or, you know, race based. And to be honest, at the beginning, it's hard if you've never done this before because you're like, how am I going to determine if I'm really going hard? Or how am I going to determine if I'm going easy? Because two things can happen. If you're not pushing hard enough, you're not going to be able to see the results that you want because really, in order to improve, you have to get to that level of discomfort so that you can actually see progress. Now, on the other hand, if you're not going easy on any of your workouts, you're actually not giving your body and mind time to recover, so you're going to be feeling pretty tired. So the first thing I want to do is give you guys some tips and um, tell you what are the benefits of learning to train with different intensities. intensities without having to rely on data. Now, again, I'm, I have nothing against data, and I think it, there's a time where you can use it and times and all that, but I do think it's way more beneficial to get to know yourself. So when we are training with different intensities and we learn to know and distinguish what all, all out means compared to moderate or aerobic, um, it's very important uh, because you are going to be able to re be really honest with yourself and you're going to be able to know your heart rate without even have, having to look at it. So maybe you're not going to be like, oh, right now, like this is my exact heart rate, but you're going to get an idea of how you're supposed to feel if you're going all out. So one of the things that you're going to see, it's easy, which that makes a lot of sense. You know, like you could be having a conversation. It shouldn't feel hard. Your heart rate should not feel like it's going like out of your chest. Um, and I mean, that's, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. And then after that, we have moderate, which you're going to see a lot because we do train a lot in that zone that allows you to be pushing a little bit. You can still have a conversation. It's a little bit uncomfortable, but you could still talk. And we do a lot of our longer rides, whether it is a run or a bike, on that specific intensity because that's going to allow you to get the volume that you need. It's still going to help you, you know, with your fitness, but it doesn't mean that um, you're going to get really tired. Like you're not supposed to feel extremely exhausted after a workout that it's supposed to be aerobic. You should be breathing a little bit harder, but it should not be anything where um, you, you're not able to talk. Now, after that, we have hard, which is sort of like threshold. That's definitely uncomfortable. You should not be able to be talking. So if you're going, if you're doing a set on your bike and um, you're doing hard, if someone's trying to talk to you, you shouldn't be able to be talking to them. So I think that's a really good way to um, identify the different intensities in, um, you know, understanding what things you could be doing while you're doing that intensity and some of the things that um, you should not be able to to be doing. Now, the last one that we do is all up. And again, I think that makes a lot of sense. Those sets are usually going to be shorter and it's um, an intensity that you will not be able to maintain for a long period of time. So this is definitely something that you're going to need a bigger break, longer break, just because you are extremely tired and that means that you're going all out. So again, you're not going to see these for like 
an hour because it's pretty much impossible to go all out um, in our language for an hour. Like some people might say, oh yeah, like go all out. But really when it comes to training and reading our training plans, when we say all out, it's really something that you could not maintain for like 30 minutes. That would be more something if we tell you to go hard or, or threshold, that could be something that it will be extremely uncomfortable, but you could still hold it. Now, the other thing that you might see on the training is race pace. So a lot of people would be like, okay, so how could you compare race pace to like hard or all out? I would personally say that a race effort, it's in between all out and hard. So, and it, this one really depends on what distance you're doing. So let's say, for example, you do Olympic triathlons and they're asking you to go on race pace on the training plan. So that means you're going to go um, at, a dis at a speed or intensity that you would go for an Olympic triathlon, which is going to be different if you compare it to a 70.3 or to a full Ironman. Or, I mean, it could apply just to swimming or, you know, just running like a 10K or something like that. Um, now, this is something that I personally do whenever I'm doing like 70.3 distance, which is the distance that I mostly do, and I'm doing a run and it says like go, go at race pace. I do like to go a little bit faster, not like super faster, but like if my goal is, for example, to run a mile in like six minutes uh, or like let's say like 630, I would try to go a little bit lower than 630 just to make it a little bit more uncomfortable so that if I'm racing, the 630 does not feel extremely hard. So that's just something I like to do. I think everyone has different ways to do it. But for race efforts, um, when I'm training, I do like to do them a little bit harder than uh, what I would go on a race. So that's how we train with intensities. And again, I believe that the main benefit with this is that you get to know yourself. And if your watch runs out of battery, if it breaks, or if anything happens, you have yourself to rely on, which is the best thing that you can ever do. Because when you get to know yourself, um, you're not going to need all of that data. Now, why, one thing I want to say, if you're starting with this type of training, what you could do is, you know, get in the pool, it, or get like if you're gonna go for a run like you can wear your watch or even in the pool and maybe you can look at your heart rate and you can be like okay so when I'm going all out this is how it feels like maybe don't focus so much on the number but be like okay this is pretty high and this is how it feels so instead of focusing on a specific number focus on the feeling and then if you want to know what your heart rate is you can look at your watch and then that way you know what that heart rate feels like when you're going all out or when you're going easy or where you're going aerobic and that's a good way to to check you know and to get to know yourself in a way that if you want to compare it with data that's when data it's useful not to use it um when you're like training but maybe you can use it and then after training you look at it and then you assess so i think that's the best way in which you can use data so that it's not controlling you but you can actually control it by comparing and um you know get to know yourself a little bit better if you have any questions about that um definitely um feel free to ask about this because on all of the training plans, you're going to see a lot of this vocabulary. And I know that a lot of people struggle with that because again, um, it is different and it is not as specific as when you're um, looking at a watch and looking at a specific face. Um, so there's that. 
Oh, let me see. I see. I, we have a question here. What tips can you give when you are getting ready to do a workout that seems scary difficult so that you give your best without saving energy? What are some things you think about to make sure you are being honest with yourself? So this is actually a great question, Gabby. Um, and I'm actually, I think you just read my mind, which is great because I am going to talk about honesty. And that was one of the topics that I have to, uh, for today. But I think um, the first thing that you have to understand is that for me, I would rather give everything at the beginning of the workout, even if that means I am um, not finishing as hard as I want. So I think the best thing that you can do is break it up in parts rather than saying, oh, I'm going to do like all this workout. You can say, I'm just going to focus on what I'm doing right on this end, right on this moment and just take it easy because honestly, that's what you want to do on a race. Like imagine if you're going to do a 70.3 and you're thinking about the run when you're swimming. So my recommendation is break it up and focus on what you're doing on the moment because if you focus on oh i have to do a 3k swim rather than i have to to do a hundred right now mentally that's going to be way harder so break it focus on the moment and and say this second this minute i'm going to give the best that i have because that's what you need to do every second and that could mean that by the end of the workout maybe you don't have that hundred percent anymore but it doesn't matter because if you gave your best the first 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and then maybe the last 20 minutes, you don't have that hundred percent. I can assure you that for the next workout, you are going to be stronger. And rather than being going all out for like, um, or super hard for 30 minutes, next time you're going to find that maybe you can go for 40. So I do think that whenever you're doing a workout that looks scary, just break it up in parts, focus on what you're doing right on that moment. And then don't worry about what's going to happen next. Just know that if you give the, the best right on that moment, you are going to get stronger. And that's all that it uh, it is about because I would rather have you go super hard for the first 30 minutes than have something average for a full hour. So I hope that helps. Let me know if that makes sense. Um, and now I'm actually, this is perfect because now I'm going to talk about honesty. And I feel that whenever we do this type of workouts, it's a great opportunity for us to practice honesty, which will not only apply for workouts and training, it will apply for every area of your life. Because you might think, oh, I'm just doing a set. If I miss the interval and I take extra rest, it's okay. But you guys got have to understand that when you do this in training, you are also going to be doing it in other areas of your lives. And if you're not being honest with yourself, you're not going to get the results that you want. So doing the workouts like this and really being honest with yourself, saying, asking you, what I love to do is ask myself, am I giving my best? So this is a question I ask during every workout, and I promise you that every time I ask it, I'm like, okay, I think I can give a little bit more. So I push a little bit harder, but then a minute goes by, five minutes go by, and then I ask myself again, are you still giving your best? So I really practice honesty, and that helps me so much because I find that when I practice honesty with my training, it's like a muscle that you train, and then when I'm you know, in 
do like doing something else that has nothing to do with triathlon, the same mindset comes out and it's like, are you being honest? Are you being your best? Because whether you want to believe it or not, the lowest, um, and maybe I say this right, but um, you might be, you know, super honest in other areas of your lives. But if you're dishonest in another area, that really affects every other area of your life as well. And you might think, oh, like it doesn't matter. Nobody's watching, but you always know. So I think the best thing that you can do, especially if you're not getting the results that you want, if you're not feeling as strong as you want to feel, if you're not, uh, you know, living the reality that you want for your life, you have to ask yourself, am I truly giving my best? And honestly, you can tell people whatever you want to tell them, but the only person who truly knows the truth is yourself. So I really like to practice honesty on every workout that I do because I've noticed that a lot of the times I am not giving my best. But when I ask myself that question, I become aware and then I can change it. So um, again, I think this is just something super powerful because honesty is really the best way to see progress because when you are truly giving your best in every second, there is no way that you're not going to be able to see progress. Now, this brings me to another question that I actually talk a lot about and I do this own reflection and that is okay so what happens when I'm giving my absolute best and I don't get what I want because sometimes that can happen and it's because that's life guys and we don't get to control everything like sometimes we can be giving our best for you know the training that we're doing but we have a job going on we have a partner. Maybe there's something stressful going on, going on in our families. Those are things that we have no control of, but that really affect our lives. So maybe we didn't have a good sleep. Maybe like so many things can be happening. And sometimes even when you are truly giving your best, you're not going to have the outcome that you want. Now, this doesn't mean, and there's always a reason for that. And that's what I, something I really want you to focus on. When you're not getting the things that you want, first ask yourself, am I giving everything? Am I giving my best? Now, if your answer is yes, just know that there are going to be things that are not always on our control and that might not be even related to training. So you have to realize that everything outside of your life also affects your training. So what I do on those situations is sit down and think to myself, what are the things that I could be grateful for? What are some of the things that I could focus on that are going right? And maybe it doesn't necessarily have to do with training, but sometimes we can look at other areas of our lives and bring that feeling of gratitude that I promise you it's going to transfer to training as well. So there are so many things that you can focus on. Maybe if you're not able to train right now due to injury or anything that's going on, I can assure you that you could be focusing on the fact that, you know, maybe you're able to walk now. Uh, I think we just take so many things for granted because we, we sometimes we're so hard on ourselves that we forget that the fact that waking up each day and having the opportunity to do the things we love, to have a job, to have all of these things are, are already things that we could be grateful for. So I think it always comes back to being kind to ourselves and really focusing on the things that we could be grateful for and understand that there are going to be things that are outside of our control, but that does not determine a reality. A reality is determined by how we choose to deal with the situations that are presented send it to us. And I promise you that when you begin to shift your mindset to really focusing on all the things that you have, amazing things happen because you truly learn to enjoy more and to appreciate more the things that you do have.
So uh, that's something that happens to me. A lot of the times the workouts do not go how I want. Sometimes I do not hit my goals. And instead of saying like, oh, I'm not good enough or, oh, I may be, I'm, I'm never going to be able to um, reach this specific goal, I'm like, okay, so wait, this is not helping me. What can I think about that's actually going to make me feel better so that I can actually perform better and that I can actually enjoy this? So um, that's just something for you guys to know that this happens to everyone it's not like every day we wake up and we're like oh yeah i'm so excited to go train and this is going to be a great day like sometimes it it doesn't go like that but what you can do in those moments is you know focus on what am i grateful for what things are going right so that then you can change your experience and when you change your experience and your perspective you will have a different outcome now let's see I'm going to check if we have any more questions. Um, the last thing I want to talk about, so I'm actually really excited, guys, because this year one of my goals was to truly work on improve my swim. So I've been focusing so much on that. I've been doing so much swimming this past two weeks, and there's just something about swimming that is uh, so amazing. Um, it's just it really changed your your perspective about um, you know the swim when you start doing a little bit longer distance because you have all the time to focus on the things that you can improve with so many strokes that you do like you focus on your breathing you focus on what's working and I think it really comes back to getting to know yourself and getting to know um, you know when uh, how you perform better and what tools you need to do um, to you know become better. So I think it's always good to be asking yourself those questions. And when we have very long sessions, that's a great opportunity to think of the ways um, that you can implement so that you can improve. So one of the things that I've been doing that I actually shared this uh, yesterday with Gabby and uh, Bertha. Um, so one of the drills that I've been trying, and I'll try to move so uh, you guys can see me. So the first thing is like I've noticed that my swim has improved so much because I've been able to find a way to engage my lats more, which is something we talk about so much. But it's so different when you hear about it, but you're like, okay, I know I need to engage my lats, but how on earth do I do that? So um, one of the drills that I've been doing, it's actually better if you do it with a snorkel, but you're basically, uh, you're going to place your hand on your lat, like literally um, all the way here, and you're just going to swim with one arm. And again, this is better if you do it with a, the snorkel so that you don't have to worry about the breathing. And then you just um, do the stroke with one single arm. And I swear this drill is so simple, but it has helped so much because every time I do, I reach, I make sure this is activated. So if I am not like reaching um, as far enough, I actually don't feel my lat engaged. Um, so this drill is great. And what I like to do is do 25 and then swim back. And I swear, like when you do the 25, like it does feel a little weird at the beginning, but this does not only help you to engage your lat, it helps you with the body rotation because, um, this arm because uh, usually you can do one arm drill with one arm in front and then you just do the breathing which is also a great drill but this actually helps you with balance when you have the arm holding your lat it actually takes a little bit away of the balance so it forces you to rotate your body a little bit um, so i found this drill has helped so much with the rotation and with making sure i'm engaging my lat which is a stronger muscle that will allow you to pull more water and um, 
ensure you are using the appropriate muscle so that you don't get tired and you make sure you're not overusing your shoulders, we, which are a little bit weaker than your uh, lats. The other drill um, that I've been implementing and that I was actually talking about, and this is super interesting, guys, but um, actually Erin talked about this, um, how each finger is connected to a different muscle in your body. And um, you can actually try this out. But uh, you're, if you, um, let's say you're on a table and your elbow needs to be higher, but if you put your index finger and your uh, middle finger together, um, and then you pull, so wait, let me see how I do this. So my index finger and my middle finger. So if you put these two fingers together, sorry, and you press up, and you're on a table, and your elbow is a little up, you're gonna notice that your shoulders are activated. So you're gonna feel the force here. But if you put your, um, ring finger and your pinky so these two fingers here and you press up you actually are gonna feel that your lats are engaged so this is crazy and you might think like what difference does it make with my fingers but it does make a difference um, so when we were taking the course on strength training uh, during camp we actually did a lot of exercises where we would do this with our fingers so that we could activate all of the muscles and then if you started to separate each finger um, you could notice how different muscles were being activated so again these two fingers so if you go like this you engage your shoulders more but if you use these two fingers the pinky and the ring finger and you go up you're going to notice that you're using your lats more so the drill that you can do for this is actually so you go like this and then you just swim like that so when you do that that also ensures that you're activating your um your lats a little bit more which again when you train your body to use those muscles when you're swimming um you are going to be faster because those muscles are bigger which you know they're stronger so you get to pull a little bit more water so it's the same like when you're doing this and you try to lift yourself up you're going to notice that when you use bigger muscles it's a little bit easier um, for you to pull yourself up. So those are two drills that I have been implementing that have helped me so much to ensure I'm rotating my body properly and that I'm engaging my lats. So I just wanted to share those two with you and hopefully I can go to the pool and do that so that I can show you a video. Uh, but again, with the fingertip drill, you basically wanna have these two fingers out and you can just like put these fingers together and just swim regularly. And again, with drills, I always recommend that you do 25 drill and then you swim back so that you can actually feel the difference um, on the other 25. So um, that's just an extra tip. And let's see if we have any more questions. So one other thing that I do want to add since I was talking about um, what do you do when things don't go your way? So the other thing I wrote down that I actually forgot to say is um, this applies so much for racing. And this is why I think it's so important to practice it because I can promise you that pretty much on every race I've done, things never go my way. Like there's something that goes 
outside of my control. And if there's something I've learned is that if I focus on, oh my God, things are not going my way. I screwed up. Like then everything starts to fall, uh, you know, to get worse because what my focus is on what's going wrong. So whenever things are not going my way on training, I'm like, you know what? This is perfect because pretty much every time I race, things do not go my way. But now if I have that muscle, if I train that muscle of, you know, learning to switch my perspective and focus on the things that are going right then i'm able to do that on a race and i'm able to perform rather than to be worrying that oh i did this wrong because again so many things can go wrong on a race and just know that when things go wrong first that's a great opportunity to learn so i pro like whenever you do something on a race that screws up a little bit i promise you that you're never going to do that again like maybe you forgot your nutrition and you're being so hard on yourself it's not going to serve you like first you don't have nutrition and now if you're like uh, complaining about it it's gonna be two times worse but if you don't have nutrition and you're like okay I don't have it but I'm gonna give the best that I have right now next time you're not gonna finish your nutrition so just see it first as a learning lesson and second know that um, you're gonna learn from that experience and you are going to get what you focus on so again it's a great opportunity and this is what training is for you get to train your body you get to train your mind you get to train your nutrition and this is how you should be looking at training not like oh race is the big day like race is it is a big day but it's truly the celebration and it's like the exam sort of for all the things you've already be, been practicing now it's normal to get a little bit nervous it's normal to you know have a little bit more anxiety when you're racing than when you're training but i think that the harder you train and the more intentional you are with your training the easier it becomes to race because you're ready you have what it takes you have done the work so i do think that a great way to stop um having that anxiety when we're racing and i this is coming from someone who used to be so so stressed with racing like panic attacks and I can tell you that it's because I've been working a lot of being honest with myself some of the times I was not feeling like going like giving everything so I would be like oh it's okay nothing will happen but that's when why I talk about honesty because I've been dishonest with myself before and I didn't get the results that I wanted but when I started working on it and saying you know one second matters like if I know I have to live on this set I'm gonna do it not because I'm being hard on myself actually I'm doing it because that's what I know I need to do I know that's what it takes to get to where I want to be so sometimes we focus so much on the pain that we're feeling on the discomfort that we're feeling and again if you keep focusing on that you're gonna keep getting more on that so how about when you're going through a hard situation you focus on what you want to achieve you focus on who you want to become and you know that you know you say my legs are burning right now like they hurt so much but this is what it takes for me to get to where I want to be. And maybe it sounds a little bit like, oh, that sounds like a little bit crazy, but it's how you decide to see it. Because if it was easy, guys, everyone would do it. And the thing is that if you want to get to a next level and if you want to have different results, you have to do things that you've never done before. Because if you keep doing what you've been doing before, you will keep getting the same results. So how about this week, each one of you focuses on, okay, 
I've been getting the same results over and over and over. So maybe I should change my approach. Maybe I should change my mindset about it. Because sometimes it's not about what you're doing. Sometimes maybe you're pushing yourself too hard. But there's that little voice inside your head that's telling you that you're not good enough, that you're not strong enough, and all of those things. So sometimes even if you're showing up, if you could have keep having that inner conversation that's not making you feel better, you're not going to feel better because you're going to be focusing on all the things that you can't do. And I just want to finish this by telling you that I have no doubt that all of us, we are stronger than we think we are. And we are, we have everything that we need, we need within ourselves. We just have to learn to change that conversation, that perspective and realize that training, it's not only about training your body, but it's really about training your mind and learning to be honest and give yourself every second because that is where progress comes. Whenever we decide that we want to be better and that it's not negotiable, it's not a should, it becomes a must and our whole mindset shifts because we realize that um, we have what it takes. It's just a little bit uncomfortable and we have to be patient and we have to be honest and um, sometimes things are not going to go the way that we want and that's okay. It happens to everyone. It's all about how you choose to react and what you choose to do with that situation. So that's just a little bit of what I wanted to share with you guys today. I am not seeing any questions, so I am going to uh, log off. Again, if you guys watch this later and have any questions, feel free to post, and I will come back a little bit later and answer those questions for you. Make it an amazing week, guys, and let's keep having Siri on our prayers. Um, she has been doing amazing. She's been recovering like a champ that she is. So I ask each and one of you to uh, keep her on your thoughts. And um, yeah, I mean, um, keep asking questions on the chat, keep sharing your stories. Um, and I want to wish each one of you the best this week. Make it a great one. Bye-bye. Hi there, Cam here again. Thanks, MC. Uh, and if you want to grab a training plan that includes all of those intensities, uh, themeseriestriclub.com will have all of those. Uh, we have plans for all levels and all distances. Uh, but don't forget, if you want to grab one of those plans, it's much cheaper to do so. If you're a Tri Club member, you get at least 50% off those training plans. So you can join the Tri Club at themeseriestriclub.com. Otherwise, we'll see you next week.